Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, it's Jim. This is the Woody and Jim Show podcast. We talked about Money Magazine naming Clarksville, Tennessee, as the best place to live in America. And we talked to one person from Clarksville who argued that that is wrong. We also talked about the field catching fire at Nissan Stadium and the amazing, miraculous number nine in the clouds above as they retired Steve McNair's number. And we talked about the man who brought an emotional support clown to work. It's all in the Woody and Jim Show podcast. Starts right now. Woody and Jim in the morning. They uh, did a survey study from Money Magazine, and they've chosen the best place to live in America. The whole country. Not just Tennessee, but everywhere around America. And the best place is Clarksville. (laughs) Why are you laughing, Zach? Because, because we like right. Clarksville. Yeah. We like Clarksville, but like, have you ever been to like 30A or somewhere on the beach? What could get better than that? Well, living on the they're beach. They're talking about like uh, cost of living, maybe housing prices. Affordable education. housing was a big part of it. Yeah. And so now they, you know, obviously they're going to be jacking up those prices now. Since oh, yeah. <laughs> it's not so affordable now that we were had pronounced number one. People at Zillow said, just move the decimal points and yeah. everything in Clarksville. <laughs> have you guys been to Clarksville lately? Like, there's nothing to do there. I'm just like, yeah. It's a a lovely community. It is very nice. But you go there and the houses are cheap, yes. But Mm -hmm. there's nothing to do there. So then you're stuck in your house. I literally went there and I was like, now I understand why people do meth. Because there's nothing else to do. Wow. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Wow. Please, everyone from Clarksville, direct your anger letters to Zach Woodward. <laughs> I feel like a major part of the American dream is being able to buy a house. So yeah. like, that's not a small thing to it, say that there's affordable housing out there. It's a yeah. big deal. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, Zach, not everybody, you know, it bases their stuff on nightclubs and, you know, the availability of vodka. You know, it, <laughs> They're not it, living their life. <laughs> we don't you know? have vodka, but we have cows. <laughs> Schools, they have yeah. beautiful nature. Yeah, they've got you know a lot of good stuff yeah. going there. People that have like regular lives, Jim or uh, Zach, kind of like you know breeders. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> they're close enough to like Nashville and you know, parts yeah. of Kentucky too. That if they wanted to like go and get a little wild, you could. <laughs> yeah, it's just you know. <laughs> Good. There's things to do. Like nature, there's Riverwalk, there's Dunbar Cave, there's distilleries, Beach Haven Vineyards. I'm like, there's a lot of stuff happening yeah. that just isn't maybe Zach's thing. Right. Okay, well, uh, Meg is on the line. She lives in Clarksville, and you disagree with what Money Magazine says about it being the best place to live. I guess I've just lived here my whole life, I guess, and like, there's a lot of like murders. What? You really? Went, yeah, yeah. Could it be America's like, new fascination with uh, murder documentaries and podcasts that maybe that factored into it? Murder. I don't know. If, I mean, if if murder and traffic makes someone the best city in America, then 
they picked right, but... So, I, I just found, like, an article that talks about exactly why it was chosen. Uh-huh. Okay. And it says um, that one of the top factors is the level of affordable housing, that roughly half of all mortgages closed between May and July of this year were by a millennial. Is which this because you cannot a lot- say that about, like, anywhere yeah. else. Yeah, is this because a lot of people, houses of are becoming available now when people are getting murdered? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, I have a question about the murders. Are they, like, do they find the bodies? Do they find who murdered them? Or are all of these murderers still on the loose in Clarksville? So, it's a very affordable house. Don't worry about the chalk outline in the kitchen. Let her answer. Well, like, one night I went to a restaurant in Clarksville. We went to, I think, an Applebee's. And right up the road at the, I think it was the Outback, there was, uh, like, a motorcycle, like, gang murder. Dang. Like, just, like, a mile... Yeah, from like people were just enjoying their outback and then just like shot fired. I don't know. <laughs> okay, if I can, because I just want to let put this in context. If you're just tuning in, we were talking about how Clarksville has been named the best place in America to live right. by Money Magazine. So if you think they were just going off on Clarksville, no, we were just no. telling everybody about the like award they won, and you just called to tell us there's. A counter story. Okay. Yeah. There's just another, I mean, there's another option. I'm sure there's worse places to live. Like Memphis? You know, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah exactly. <laughs> oh, the Memphis people are going to be so mad at you. No, they get really upset every I, I quit, time you do I that. I quit trying. Okay. Uh, all right, Megan. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for calling. <laughs> Keep yeah. your head down. Be safe out there. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, they have food to die for. <laughs> That's <laughs> it, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so it's a lovely place. Just don't live near Megan. It sounds bad. Where she is. <laughs> It's a pleasure. Go. Here's what's trending this morning with Woody and Jim on the river. Brought to you by Acceptance Insurance. A guy named Josh worked at a uh, advertising agency in New Zealand, and he got an email saying, uh, we need to get together to discuss your future with the company. So he realized, okay, I'm getting canned. Oh, yeah. So in New Zealand, they have a law that says if you're going to get laid off, that they have to have a meeting with you, and you're, you can bring along uh, a spouse or a support person, a friend or a lawyer. Sure. Wow. He decided for $125, he was going to hire an emotional support clown <laughs> who came and sat in the meeting, and while they were firing him, he sat and made balloon animals and squeaked his horn. I love that. That's fantastic. Uh, the guy had already had another job by the time the, that came around. So, okay, that's good. Yeah, so good. He'll be okay. Excellent. Cool. And a clown got hired. Yeah. Which is news in itself. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Somebody was not horrified by clowns. Uh, Savannah? So even though Meghan Markle's internet presence went relatively dark after she started dating Prince Harry, she uh, just had her business manager file documents here in the United States for her to keep the rights for the TIG, which was her lifestyle blog. And she's going to be able to keep it through 2021. So... Some people are like, oh my God, is she bringing it back? There's also filings for something called Tig Tots, which some people are thinking, oh, maybe she's going to do like a lifestyle blog about being a mom now. Mm-hmm. Um, but there also is the other side of it, like, well, maybe she's just done this so that 
people can't use the TIG and try to make it look like she's tied into it. Right. Or whatever. Doesn't the uh, queen have to approve all this stuff? Yeah, but Meghan has, like, gotten her to sort of, like, modernize a little bit on other issues. So maybe this will be, like, another thing. In my wildest dreams, at the very least. I hope so. But she's also been reprimanded for using the wrong fork at dinner. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Or for opening up her own car door. Yeah. Just wait till the queen passes out after martinis at 7 o'clock at night, and you can go do whatever you want. Jim, what do you have? Uh, GM workers are on strike across America, and that includes the uh, General Motors workers uh, at the Spring Hill plant, mm. who are also uh, off the job and striking, and uh, with some protesters out front. Uh, they have a disagreement with uh, GM over uh, pay and benefits, and uh, GM says that they have counted with significant offers, but they have not reached an agreement. They're supposed to meet again today. Hmm. Hopefully they get things worked out. But until then, it is, once again, a quiet factory in Spring Hill. 612 Woody and Jim in the morning, 107.5 The River. Oh, look, it's Monday. We're excited about it. What do we do over the weekend? Zach, what was your weekend like? Well, I um, hosted the Out Loud Music Festival in Midtown with Kim Petras. Nice. She was amazing. Cool. And then I went tailgating for the Titans game yesterday. And when I say tailgating, I mean my mother brought her RV and I took a nap in the air conditioning with my puppy. So, so you were in the nice. RV with the air conditioning? So you yeah. tailgated for the entire game. That was the smartest thing yeah. anybody did you, in that. You probably enjoyed the game more than anybody. It yesterday. was amazing, honestly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Woody, what did you do over the weekend? Uh, of course, uh, Saturday morning, we went to the uh, Dog Day Festival. At Centennial yeah. Park, there's a lot of fun. So many cute little puppies. Oh. He's just a puppies. Who's a good boy? <laughs> and uh, then Saturday night, I went to the uh, sneak preview of uh, Slaughterhouse, the haunted house uh, up in um, Hermitage. How was it? It was good. Did they, you scream? They did a good job. They uh, they they brought. They had like the girl coming out of the TV from uh, the, ring? the ring. Yeah, Ew, really that's well like my effect. biggest fear. Yeah. So thank you. I'm never going there. Oh, yeah. they that had, sounds awesome. They had and the two girls from The Shining were there. The twins. Wow. Oh. And they they really worked out their bit because they were doing it in sync and you know like come play with us forever ew oh, <laughs> man. So they, they did a good job this they year they stepped you know, it up wow. yeah it opens to the public next weekend so check it out huh. yeah. Savannah what are you doing I went to Nashville Burlesque Festival and it was yes. so good where did they have it Huh? Where did they have it? Oh, it, uh, it was at the Nashville Palace, and then okay. part of it was at Corsair Distillery or whatever, and that was an absolute blast. If you have not checked out the burlesque scene in Nashville, you're missing out. Jim, what did you do this weekend? Uh, Friday night, we did uh, drive-in movie theater in the backyard. My son has like a projector mm-hmm. and That's a screen, really cool. yeah. and uh, we watched a couple of episodes of Carnival Row. Uh, the show on Amazon Prime. Yeah. And uh, that was a lot of fun. And uh, then Saturday, Dog Days. Woo! And uh, yesterday, I watched uh, the Titans and um, got mad. Yeah, well, at least you, you were in the air conditioning, at least. <laughs> oh, yeah. I yeah. wasn't stepping outside for It, it wasn't 100 second. degrees or on fire. <laughs> yeah. I know. If you haven't yeah. seen uh, the giant fire that took place on the field yeah. before the game one of the flamethrowers that they used to like introduce the players in yeah. a really spectacular way pyrotechnics as they come out run on the field i think somebody in the 300 section had a magnifying glass and just uh the pointed that thing at the flamethrower and it burst into flames they had to put it out 
black smoke all over the stadium. Yeah. If you haven't seen the footage, it is Jeez. spectacular. It's wild. Nobody got hurt, which is great. Section 114, say goodbye to your eyebrows. <laughs> yes. Uh, we have, uh, it's, you know, you can, fo- it's on the Woody and Jim page at 1075theriver.com. We have like 10 different videos from different perspectives yeah. of this enormous blaze that it was just, it was cool because nobody got hurt. Okay, so Gigi Hadid, Tyler C., apparently he's looking for an apartment that's pretty close to hers in New York City. They're, you know, doing so their thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Demi Lovato is the latest to, like, join in on this, like, snatch up a contestant from the Bachelorette thing. Yeah. She had dinner with Mike Johnson, who she, like, made some comment about on social media. They and were... people didn't understand why I didn't meet, like, at the finale or whatever. Yeah, they were, they were definitely sending messages back and forth. Yeah, and... so apparently they spent three hours at a candlelit restaurant a source that was there said that it looked like they went really well um they're really enjoying getting to know each other he's been leaving flirty comments on her instagram of like her and her bikini and things like that so it's a thing i mean to to go bachelor shopping <laughs> i, I feel mean, like wells was the first yeah, and that's our, happening for our, our friend wells adams so you know was on the bachelorette sarah highland you know started yeah. contacting him and you know Talking to him a little bit when he was, um, I don't know if it was then or during just Bachelor in, the, in Paradise. I think it was after the season was over, yeah. Yeah. She made some comments like during the season about like how he was like the cutest or whatever. Uh, but okay. I mean, I just, I feel like, you know how people go on that show and the expectation or like the undercurrent is always like, oh, they just have a music career. They're trying to get off I the ground. I want to be a reality like, show star. Exactly. Now it's going to be like, I want to get on there not to get the girl, not to even be like the next Bachelor. I want to get on there so that all these pop stars can go window shopping <laughs> and pick me and they, then I'm the real winner. They you should start I mean? appealing yes. directly to them. <laughs> That's the show. exactly right. As they get out of the limo, you know, pick whatever pop star yeah. you want. <laughs> Meanwhile, Lindsay Lohan has appeared to shoot her shot at, guess who? Anyone have a guess? I, um, I won't guess because I saw it. Okay. No, go ahead. It's Liam Hemsworth. <laughs> really? Yeah. So she's been um, in Australia to ju- be a judge on their version of The Masked Singer. And, mm. you know, obviously... Like, her that's career is on fire. The Hemsworth family is. So yes. Chris Hemsworth, like, shared a bunch of family photos over the weekend where you could see Liam, like, clearly third-wheeling it. And she was commenting all over it, like, why didn't we meet? Liam No! And- if oh. anyone gets Liam, it's me. I'm in Australia too, Liam. Why don't we hook up? Hasn't <laughs> Liam been through enough? That's yeah. true. Yeah. I mean, I'd like to trade from somebody kind of crazy to somebody crazy, crazy. <laughs> okay, wow. Well, leave everybody alone. Anyways, That's right. you have more details on these stories. Make sure you like the river on Facebook. You can check them out there. Morning, Halsey. If you missed uh, Savannah's chat with Halsey on Friday right here in the studio, uh, you can check it out anytime you want. It's the Woody and Jim Show podcast on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. There you Thank go. you. Oh, and the bells are ringing. Everybody ring a bell. <laughs> Every time fine. a shameless plug bell rings, and somebody in our sales department so, gets their wings. Sounds like a diner <laughs> in here. <laughs> Every, Order up. Oh uh, we've got uh, Gender Wars coming up. You can uh, win tickets to uh, Nashville Nightmare. Get your haunted house on. Cool. Right. And at 7.40, Lau is going to be going on a big tour. And uh, you can have a kind of a private concert with them. They're doing the final show before the actual tour, the final dress rehearsal. Yeah, and just a yeah. few people are going to be there. So we'll give you a chance to do that at 7.40. It's an exclusive. Yes. Uh, speaking of exclusive, Zach uh, trolled me all weekend 
I did something very uh, family fun kind of thing, and he just did nothing but incessantly complain all weekend about how he wasn't invited. I how? did not complain about not. Have being you met invited. Zach? That's all he does. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Let me tell you the real story. Okay. So okay. what had happened was is Jim posted this photo on his Twitter where he was mm-hmm. like, "We had a backyard extravaganza with our big old movie projector." <laughs> he and whatever said it else. exactly like that in that voice. In that <laughs> voice. <laughs> On so, Twitter, yes. I just had to know. I just tweeted back and I said, whose backyard? Because you didn't say that it was your movie projector or your backyard. So I was just asking a question, Jim, uh, in which you never responded, you, Jim. You also wanted to know why you weren't invited. Well, why wasn't I? Here's why. <laughs> Tell me. Well, uh-huh. one, because we weren't showing the Golden Girls. And I figured you wouldn't be interested. Yes. And two, it was a last minute thing. My son has a projector and he has a screen that he specifically got so he could watch movie in the backyard with his friends. Okay? That's kind of cool, yeah. So he hadn't used it all summer because it was just ungodly hot. And we said, okay, we can bear it tonight. So we put a movie up on the screen and we just kind of put the screen out about 10 feet from uh, where the slab of the patio is on the back of the house. Mm-hmm. And we watched uh, a couple of episodes of Carnival Row. Okay, which- so more importantly is why didn't you answer my tweets when I was asking whose backyard this was? And then I even texted him, in which I got no response until the next day. See, now, Jim told me this story at the Dog Day Festival on Saturday, and I understood it in four seconds. You've had 48 hours to try to figure it out. And- <laughs> well, because his responses via Twitter were not making any sense. What do you think? He thought he was just going to other people's random backyards, like a home invasion. Yes, tie I'll, the family I'll tie up. the family up with duct tape, and we'll use their backyard to show a movie. Jim has a of bunch course. of and fancy not friends, so I didn't know if it was at a fancy friend's house. He never said uh. it was in my backyard with my own movie projector. Wow. How do I even respond to that? <laughs> I, uh, I, have I don't know. You yeah. don't. You yeah. never answer texts for this reason. That's, you barely acknowledge tweets. Again, right. I'm the smartest one in the you, room because you, I never have to deal with any of this. You've been showing right. us the way for a long I've time. I've been trying to Savannah help. is the smartest person in the room. Just ask her. <laughs> <laughs> the fun part was, uh, besides uh, ignoring Zach's texts, uh, is we set the movie, you know, we set the show thing up to show the movie, right? Yeah. It's, it's a like it's a big movie screen, like you'd put, you'd have in a g- big classroom, you know, the kind that fold down, you pull it down from the from the top. Oh yes, fancy, go ahead. And uh, so we decided we were going to watch Carnival Row because I had already seen one episode, mm-hmm. and I and they said, oh, I also want to watch it. So I said, well, we'll watch it again. And but then I said, wait. There's some uh, risque scenes in the first episode. And that's why they didn't invite you, Zach, because they didn't want you to expose that. (laughs) And so, you know, it's not like HBO Game of Thrones level of scene. But still, watching that with your kids is weird. Well, he's 24. It's still weird. It's weird. It's a little weird. But we had to run around and and like run to the sides of the house and for like look from where our neighbors would be looking to see if they could see the screen to make it, sure they can't see your porn in the backyard. Exactly. <laughs> I went to high school in Fort Wayne, Indiana, and there was like a, a, a drive-in that showed adult films, and there was like a little break in the trees, and everybody would drive around and just stop at that break in the trees and look. <laughs> what? Yeah, that's what we were trying to prevent yeah. at our house, so that only. We saw the movie. Lord. Well, you grab the Golden Girls on DVD and go to Jim's house. Maybe he'll show it to you on his big picture screen. No, I don't even want to go to Jim's house now. How do you feel about that? I think think Jim was very satisfied. (laughs) 
Woody and Chip in the morning on 107.5 The River. LaBella E from Osa Spa Green Hills brings us things that make us happy. And uh, yesterday at the Titans game, they retired the numbers of Eddie George and Steve McNair. Uh, of course, Eddie George was there, and Steve McNair sadly was killed about, what, 10 years ago now? Yeah. It seems like forever, yeah. Yeah. And it was amazing. As Eddie George, you know, who was also, you know, being honored, they're retiring their numbers, right? Mm-hmm. Which means they're never going to use those numbers again. As he's speaking at the podium, Above Nissan Stadium, in a mostly cloudless sky, uh-huh. is a giant number nine in clouds. I mean, yeah. a lot of times you can look at a cloud and go, okay, that could that could be that. But this was definitely a number nine. <laughs> yeah. There was no mistaking it. It was amazing. It, it, it's incredible. And for those of you that maybe were, were young when those players were playing... Uh, or you were from out of town, those guys were special. Mm -hmm. And it was a privilege to watch them play and give everything Mm -hmm. uh, to make the Titans, you know, have a really great run while they were playing. It's amazing. I mean, especially a day that it was like 100 degrees at the game and people still got chills seeing that. Uh, Yeah. It's just very cool. If you'd like to see it, uh, we've got it posted on the Woody and Jim Show Instagram timeline. It is... uh, it's just incredible. That's what's making us happy this morning. Whatever's making you happy, if you have something in your life, we'd love to hear from you. 615-737-9107. Judy, what, what's making you happy? Hey. 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 So tell us. You're excited. What's making you happy? I am extremely happy because I am in the car right now driving the best, most awesome, almost six-year-old in the state of Tennessee. His name is Whoopi. It is my mom. <laughs> Oh my god! It is your mom. We were, Hi. We were wondering if this was Savannah's mom, and there you is. <laughs> well, no, actually, yes, well, <laughs> yes, you're correct. He's the best. But we do have something to add to this. Wolfie yeah. got his very first progress report and his entire educational yes. career yesterday. Is he a genius like you? He got with the Lucky Land Slots. You can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All perfect scores, and his oh. teacher said that he is rocking it out and doing fantastic. So, I mean, can, can Wolfie hear us right now? Um, no, because I'm on my um, phone. So oh, okay. Well, you, you just tell him we are so darn proud of him. <laughs> that I makes will. us happy. Wolfie, Woody, and Jim, and Zach, and everybody at the river are so happy for you because you make them happy because you're doing so good at school. Wow, way to leave me <laughs> out, mom. Yeah, I noticed you suspiciously left out your own daughter. Your mom says you could have done a little better. Yeah, Yeah, let's turn those A's into A pluses, all right? Come on now. Oh, my gosh. I love you guys. You guys have a great day, okay? You too. That makes us happy. Okay, Okay, bye-bye. That's awesome. This is the coolest thing that didn't happen. Yeah. 3,000 people organized a hide-and-seek game that they were going to do inside 
an IKEA store. Oh Whoa. my god! That's why we desperately need an IKEA. But that there's so three thousand people. Three thousand people. But here's Dude. the problem: they planned it on Facebook, oh. and so the store got wind of it. So they made sure that the police were there to not let it happen. Oh. Party poopers. I know, but here's the thing: you know, IKEA. I love IKEA. We still wish we had one. I'm a little bitter. Um, but until I guess 2015, IKEA used to allow people to do hide and seek games in their stores. So something must have happened that made them well, outlaw it. You are exactly right. Wait, uh, what happened? They just people got out of hand because they said people started hiding in refrigerators, <laughs> under beds, and inside the giant big blue bags. <laughs> So I guess, yeah, I guess they, they were upset because customers couldn't actually get to the stuff they wanted to buy because there were too many people hiding. I'm like thinking logistically about this 3,000 person hide and seek game. Oh, don't you feel awful for the one person that would have to walk through Ikea and find all 3,000 people? Like, that? how I do you like even you could find one by? every two feet? Yeah. Like that yeah. many people. I think it's so easy. Know? Yeah. Yeah. I kind of think this is like a brilliant marketing opportunity that nobody has really looked at. Oh, I know. Do you know what I mean? Because if you get that many people in a store, like I've never been to an Ikea. Would I show up to an Ikea to play hide and seek with 2,999 <laughs> other people? Absolutely. And at that point, yes. would I think, wow, this cabinet is so spacious. Look how much room I have in here. Maybe I need one of <laughs> these for my house. Cabinet. Trust me. Trust me. <laughs> Ikea is like, you know how, like what he's always said, tar- Target, you don't decide what you're going to buy at Target. Target yeah. decides for you. Because mm-hmm. uh, you go in and you just, like, I need that. I want that. I want it. That's what happens at Ikea. Oh, yeah. I lived without this. You can't <laughs> go into the place and not walk out with, like, oh, well, I just, you know, bought a dresser, a bed set, you know, and mm-hmm. ten lamps. and <laughs> So, I mean, yeah, it would be great. What they should do so that people don't get spooked, like customers, you know, who are just going like, oh, this looks like a lovely cabinet we could put in our kitchen. <gasps> oh, my There's God! There's a body inside! There's a person in there! Yeah. yeah. Is uh, you do it after hours. Mm-hmm. Right? You late shut the, night. You shut Ikea. the store down. A late night like, glow-in-the-dark hide-and-seek yes. game. It turns into a Ikea rave. It would be like laser tag, but for yeah. hide-and-seek, that would oh be so God. fun. Well, yeah, you have to like, disguise yourself, you know, like uh, to be the same colors as the wall. Kind of like... <laughs> <laughs> kind of like PETA in the uh, game, in you know the Hunger Games movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just learn how to be not seen. That's epic. See, we have great ideas. Yeah. Maybe it's because we say things like this that they don't bring IKEAs to Nashville. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, they were about to sign the paperwork. They say no. I hear what they're saying. These no. people are a little <laughs> weird. You are the reason we can't have nice things, Woody and Jim. How yeah, do you yes. feel now? No. You know what? I feel happy. Uh, There is a new dating term uh, that's uh, being bandied about. Another one. Yeah. It seems like there's one every day. You know, the whole thing where you, you know, when you don't want to talk to somebody again and they send you texts, you just ghost them. Mm -hmm. This is the concept of soft ghosting. Okay. What's that? Which is not as harsh, apparently. Uh, And if somebody sends you, especially on an iPhone, they can send you a text and you have a choice. You can just like it. Mm-hmm. You can like their text or just send a little heart back or a yeah. ha-ha or something like your reaction to it. <laughs> okay. Uh, this is where you just send, you just like the text and don't say anything else. Mm. And that way the person who sent the text has this feeling of like, okay, do I need to say something or is it still your turn? Or <laughs> Oh, that just makes it super awkward. That just feels really awkward, yeah. yeah. When you just like whatever they sent, but then you don't say anything after that. Well, that sucks. 
Yeah. Yeah. I would say move on. If that's <laughs> yeah. all you get, yeah. move on. Yeah. Which I guess maybe over time, like the person yeah. is supposed to get the hint or at least just feel like, okay, yeah. clearly you're not putting as much in this as I am. So it's my yeah. idea. I don't want yeah. to do this. Like, you know, I right? don't know. Well, it's like you, you would say later, like, oh, I was really busy. I didn't have a chance to respond. Blah, blah, blah. I wanted you to know I saw it, you know. But then if you just, that's all you do, then you're just stuck. There was uh, an interview I saw over the weekend with somebody who, uh, like, professionally sets people up mm-hmm. for relationships, you know, oh to my God, meet like them. Hitch? Matchmaker. Exactly. <laughs> I love that movie. Um, and uh, they were telling women, because uh, most of her clients are women, mm-hmm. uh, to don't text back right away. Don't make yourself as available. Mm-hmm. If you text back as soon as they text you, like, say you met on an app and then you're texting. Yeah. Don't text right back. Make yourself a little play harder to get yeah. with your texts, which I thought was really interesting. Make yourself kind of a, a little bit more mysterious. They said the people, the women who text back right away, get less actual meetup dates uh-huh. than ones that like, you know, maybe make them wait a little bit because you're too available. Yeah. So play hard to get, and you'll maybe get to see them. So. <laughs> Games are exhausting. Aren't they? Yes. Yeah. Uh, Sam Smith has decided that they would like to be referred to as not a man. No. Let Savannah explain it. Okay, yeah. Uh, She'll do it. And then we, can, then we can comment on it. Right. Sam Smith over the weekend posted something on Instagram uh, and said that their pronouns are now they and them. So don't refer to him as a him. It's they and them now. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, so the statement says, today's a good day as any, so here goes. I've decided I'm changing my pronouns to they, them. After a lifetime of being at war with my gender, I've decided to embrace who I am inside and out. Um, and then said, I hope you can see me like I see myself now. Thank you. So I have no problem with people deciding what they want to be called. Right. But don't be upset with people who get it wrong or make a mistake. And also, we've already been threatened, by the way, before having this conversation. It's a pre, it's a pre we, threat. We have because they say, oh, you know, we're gonna get somebody to educate. Not everybody agrees within the community on the same thing. At least give us time to like adjust. And right, so it's kind of like right. when you get married, be and you change easy your last on people and don't get riled up. Yeah, uh-huh. people aren't doing it necessarily on purpose. If they make a mistake or if they call them by another thing, the best way be to educate nice people is through it. anger. No, I be think nice. I think that I think that. Um, it's not so much like don't ever mess up because obviously that's like a big adjustment for everyone to oh, make. Mm-hmm. No, they do. I've, I've I've been yelled at already. Like not in this case, but for other things like uh, when Caitlyn Jenner right mm-hmm. just made the transition. When I said he corrected myself, said her. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And yeah, I was labeled as a microaggressor. And I was the problem. But people had the tweet ready. It, it was like, about to hit send when you said that. It was went, like ah! the, it was like the day we you know found out. And it's yeah. like just relax. Give let, it a little give time. Give people some yeah. time to breathe here. But I do have a solution. Okay. 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 Uh, call them by their name. You well, can never mess up. And 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 actually had to go through this with somebody who uh, did not uh, tell me where on the spectrum they were like Mm -hmm. where what in i had no idea right so but i did know their first name so i'll just i'll call that person karen right because i don't want to give away this person's name but this i actually had to spend like a day with someone and i didn't know what they wanted to be referred to as so i just always said 
Karen's over there. Hey, Karen, what do you think? I'll ask Karen what Karen thinks of that. So in you can't stories, screw it up if you use their name all the time. Yeah, we should just refer to ourselves in for third person all the time. Call them Sam. Call them so sorry. See, call them see, Sam. see, see. It's hard. No, it's. A, I mean, it takes a little time to make that adjustment. I think as long as no one's like making fun of it or making it seem like it wasn't like a big thing for them to have requested of everyone. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Because like I think a... it's easy to make jokes about for a lot of people, but it's very serious for them. So it's like that level of respect, as long as you're trying to give it, then it's okay if you it. mess up sometimes. And you can talk about it without right. being labeled something. Yeah. If you uh, can talk about it without the the anger vein in the middle of your forehead popping out. But like I think maybe there was a better pronoun out there. And there actually is, because within the community, there's a divide. You know, there's a, a movement to use the letters Z-E, pronounced Z, like, which is an international genderless pronoun. Like you're in France and say, where's the bathroom? Kind of like that. Okay. <laughs> where is, lost me. Where is Z Sam Smith? I, I, or, you know, where is Z? Z. And I'm not making that up. You know, mm-hmm. the people actually had real conversations about it, and nobody was an istophobe, which is what they automatically label anybody who even wants to broach a subject. We should all just refer to ourselves in third person. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Woody thinks that's a pretty good idea. <laughs> See? Can't screw it up if, yeah. you, if you use their name. So like Sam the you think, Jim. Smith. Sam thinks... That's Sam. Savannah's Sam. <laughs> and if you use the the word they, you have to also refer to yourself as we. That's what honestly. That's where I get confused. Girl, because when I mean, maybe Sam the, talks maybe the nurse it. was the best when she comes into the examining room at the doctor and go, "How are we doing today?" <laughs> we is fine. <laughs> <laughs> it is confusing grammatically. Mm-hmm. And you, you said it yourself, Savannah. It is confusing. No, they and them being plural, yes, but you don't then say we. When you still use I, like when referring to self. No. <laughs> Gotta be we. Sorry. Wee wee. Wee wee. Oh, we're back to being French back to now. French. That's nice. <laughs> it's time for men and women to answer questions for gender wars. All right, we're ready to play our game. For the ladies, we have Carrie in Bonacqua. Hey there, Carrie. Hello, hello. Hi. Good morning. Hello, good luck. For the guys, we have Brandon in Hendersonville. Hello, Brandon. Morning. Good morning. All right, we have a warm-up, get acquainted, icebreaker question for you. Okay, uh, Carrie, who would you like to trade places with for a day? I guess whoever is married to Miranda Lambert, because she's pretty hot. <laughs> no one can argue that. <laughs> whoever that guy is. Yeah. Yeah, that, that, right. All right. All right, uh, what about Brandon? Who would you trade places with for a day? I'm going to say Jeff Bezos. Mm. Oh, oh yeah, Mr. Billionaire. Then yeah. write a check to yourself yeah. and disappear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the perfect crime. I like that. All right, uh, Carrie and Brandon, uh, you both have a screw you can use during the contest. If you don't know the answer and you don't think your opponent knows it either, you can put the screws to them and make them answer it instead okay. of you. Here we go, Carrie. Multiple choice. Does the classic movie Ferris Bueller's Day Off take place in Miami, New York, or Chicago? Chicago. Chicago is right. Nice. Good job. One to nothing. All right, Brandon, the new movie Hustlers is now in theaters. Does it star Scarlett Johansson, Jennifer Lopez, or Sandra Bullock? Jennifer Lopez. Yep. Mm-hmm. We have two right answers to start things off. 
Carrie, if you have a sparring partner, what sport are you training for? Uh, it could be anything. Taekwondo. Um, yeah, you're right. Karate. Yeah, exactly. Boxing. All mm. those things. Sparring partners. <laughs> Correct. All right, Brandon. Equate is a store brand of what store? Walmart. Walmart. Wow. All right, we're batting a thousand so far. You guys are excellent. As final set of questions here. Carrie, aim high is the slogan of what branch of the military? Uh, screw. Okay, yeah. Brandon. <laughs> aim high is the slogan of what branch of the military? Air Force. The Air Force. That's, That's right. correct. Oh, Carrie, the done. strategy did not work in your favor. The screw did you in. Yeah. Brandon's our winner. He's a four-pack of tickets to Nashville Nightmare. Nice. Here's what's trending this morning with Woody and Jim on the river. Brought to you by Acceptance Insurance. And, you know, there's been a lot of talk about vaping, how dangerous it is. People have actually been dying from bad products. Uh, a lot of people are quitting vaping mm -hmm. and returning to cigarettes. Oh, so good I'm for so, you. This is like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, people are going, I thought this was a safe alternative to smoking. But so I'm, I'm trying to give up my jewel and go back to cigarettes. Oh, my oh, gosh. Don't do that if you can. That is just awful, yeah. Well... Probably the breakup song of the year is Lizzo's Truth Hurts. Is that new? I haven't heard that. Yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> you, you may be hearing more mm. from her. Uh, of course, in that song, she says, you know, new man from the Minnesota Vikings, right? She's uh -huh. talking about moving on, right? Yeah. Well, uh, apparently in Green Bay, Wisconsin, where the Green Bay Packers <laughs> yeah, okay. hate the Minnesota Vikings. Oh, wow. Uh, a local radio station there has remixed the song so that it doesn't mention the Minnesota Vikings. Petty thing I've ever. No, it's sports. It it's is, supposed to be petty. It is petty, but it's also really funny. And their defense was, "We feel it's a curse word, so we had to remove oh, it from the see? song." I love that they didn't like come up with a remix with like different words. They literally yeah. just, just took it, it out. out. Yeah. That's awesome. Last week we were talking about a uh, woman who kind of kicked her biological clock to the curb and had twins. Gave birth to twins at the age of seventy-four. Yeah. Yeah. And everybody was going like, wow, should you be having kids at 74? Well, it, uh, it, it gets stranger and not better because huh. her husband is 78 years old. Wow. Right? They are first time parents. So, like, it's not like they had kids, you know, 40 years ago. Right. Who are now also kind of old, but could, you know, care for the children should they pass away. Yeah. I guess they used a donor egg and, uh, and his makings. Yes. That is wild yeah. to be that old. But now they're both in ICU, both parents. So the baby twins are fine. Yeah. I guess they're five, five and a half pounds. And they're doing fine, but uh, the day after the birth, seventy-eight-year-old father had a heart attack, <gasps> and he's in now oh, ICU. Wow! And shortly thereafter, uh, she is in the ICU for what they won't say what for, but they are, you know, they're in intensive care at seventy-eight and seventy-four years old, yeah. and they have two babies. 
That's huh. literally like the age of my grandparents. I could not imagine them having children like oh, at well, this point in their life. Yeah, I know. Like when you're young and you have your first child, and it's like you're going, "Oh my God, what did we do?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah. the hospital made us take him home. Right. Like, there's... what are we gonna do? But I can imagine maybe being 74 and having to deal with that. I can, you know. I think God kind of had a plan that like yeah. made us, you know, made women fertile at ages where they could do things. And I understand, you know, people don't have kids, but yeah, I don't waiting till you're 74. Yeah. Like, yeah, I get the first 73 years. We thought we do have to shit, you know, just na- yeah. nature a chance. Uh, so as they did it in vitro, mm-hmm. um, the doctor is now coming under scrutiny because you're saying, like, what doctor would do this for yeah, a 74-year-old woman? Yeah. yeah, sure, whatever. Go ahead. Uh, apparently, uh, the doctor says uh, she lied about her age and said she was 60. Mm-hmm. So I don't, know still, much, I don't know how much better that is. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah. Uh, you know, obviously people are all, like, pointing to him going, why'd you do this? You know? Yeah, and so, that's a good point. I think, yeah. like, one of the fun parts of having a child at a fairly young age is that, like, you're still able to, like, run around and go to amusement parks and, right. like, go to the park and play with them. But, like, mm-hmm. at 78 years old, what are you going to do? Take them to the nursing home with you? Wow. Like, <laughs> I'm just saying... <laughs> Like, they're going to be well, five years old when they have to be put in diapers. They're both going to be wearing diapers at the same time. Well, there's a discount. Yeah, the bulk discount. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, Science is all about coulda, not about shoulda. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're not wrong. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Very, very old. Wait, Jim, can you say that one better. more time on tape? Just go ahead and say it loud and proud. Go ahead. Oh, the part where you said... I'm not wrong. Go ahead. Yeah. I'm sorry. I didn't hear you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, I, All right. We got a big old hot day ahead of us. What are you going to do, Savannah? Um, I don't know. Actually. Okay. Yeah. Way so, to be prepared. Uh, well, hey, sometimes you have plans. Sometimes you don't. This is one of those days where I don't. And I'm actually pretty stoked about that. Jim, what are you doing today? I am. Let's see. I've got to go drag branches that we cut down out to the street so Metro can come and pick them up. Hmm. Mm. And they're all full of thorns. Oh. So, so you're going to come back careful. tomorrow with all kinds of little cuts all over you. Yeah, if it, so yeah. if anybody has one of those things that they train the canine units with where you put those things over your arms so like if you get bit it doesn't hurt. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh-huh. I could use a couple of You those. like some sort of, you know, like a you know, mulcher like they would use in Fargo. <laughs> <laughs> well, Let Metro come uh, do it. Yeah, I got a couple things to do today, and then I may uh, may try to weasel my way into the uh, uh, Predators pregame. There is a uh, preseason yeah. game this afternoon at 3.30 at the Bridgestone. It's a doubleheader. Yeah. So, so pretty cool. Can't catch first one at 3.30. I just yeah. one right after that. So we are so ready for some hockey. It's the Woody and Jim Replay. Jim posted this photo on his Twitter where he was mm-hmm. like, we had a backyard extravaganza with our big old movie projector. <laughs> he and he said it else. exactly <laughs> like that. In that voice. In that <laughs> voice. <laughs> in, on so, Twitter, yes. More importantly is why didn't you answer my tweets when I was asking whose backyard this was? And then I even texted him, in which I got no response until the next day. See, now, Jim told me this story at the Dog Day Festival on Saturday, and I understood it in four seconds. You've had 48 hours to try to figure it out. And <laughs> well, because his response Responses via Twitter were not making any sense. What, you thought, I, you thought he was just going to other people's random backyards? Like a home invasion? Yes. Tie I'll, the family I'll tie up. the family up with duct tape and we'll use their backyard to show a movie. You grab the Golden Girls on DVD and go to Jim's house. Maybe he'll show it to you on his big picture No, screen. I don't even want to go to Jim's house now. How do you feel about that? I think, you, I think Jim is very satisfied. <laughs> this has been a Woody and Jim replay on 107.5 The River. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.